Welcome back to another episode of Who's On First. I'm your host, Dwayne. I'm Jason. And I'm your boy, Shy Player. And before we start, please like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash who's on first. The numbers are doing great. We're going up up in subscribers, and we thank you guys very much for that. Also, please, please do us a big favor and go on iTunes, leave a five-star review. It'll help us out a bunch. Follow us on Spotify, all DSPs. We are there. Just type in who's on first, and we'll pop up. But let's get to it. Uh, yeah, my season's over. Um, screw you guys and screw everybody. Uh, but, you know, I'm depressed, but, you know, we'll we'll get through it. Uh, game six was game six. And honestly, it was I wasn't expecting the outcome that happened. But uh, Walker Bueller did what he could in that game. He uh, he was able to at least give us four innings. And honestly, I would say besides the. The one bad at bat to Rosario. He pitched. He pitched well, barring the circumstances. Uh, for people who don't know, uh, now Max Scherzer was was lined up to pitch Game Six, but he stated that he had some arm fatigue before on the off days, and he wasn't going to be able to actually pitch that game. He said that he was uh, possibly able to pitch Game Seven, but he kind of put the Dodgers in the bind. And Walker Buehler stepped up and said, "Hey, I'll take I'll take control. I think we I think I can get us to the." At least game seven, uh, the outcome was the outcome. Eddie Rosario, that whole sequence, that whole pitch sequence will live in my mind probably until the next season uh, because that was terrible pitch pitch sequencing for someone who was on fire the entire season. I mean, excuse me, the entire series. And it seemed like they just were continuously trying to pound him in, but he was pulling everything in. Uh, they threw like four cutters in the same location and the fourth one, you know, the result was the result. Uh, I didn't think it would get any worse, but then in the seventh, the Dodgers, Luke Jackson, he's like the, he is the one savior that the Dodgers had on the Braves because every time he came in, a meltdown was coming. But uh, this time he gave up a a double to AJ Pollock that scored, uh, I believe it was Chris Taylor. So it was two to four and the Dodgers had second and third with nobody out. And they brought in Tyler Matzik and Tyler Matzik proceeded to strike out Pujols, Sousa Jr., and Mookie Betts in the most dominating performance I think I've ever seen from a from a reliever in, in a in a runners on situation, a runs in scoring position situation. And from there, it's pretty much over. The Braves, you know, did what they did. They closed it out, and we are no longer the defending champs. There will be someone different, unless freaking I don't know the the whole World Series gets shut down, and I can still say ha ha, we're still the champs. But other than that, what'd you guys think? You guys are definitely still the Mickey Mouse champs, but <laughs> we will get to that. <laughs> but, but it comes down to this. The Dodgers could not hit left-handed hitting uh, or left-handed pitching. pitching. Right. And uh, basically they were fatigued. They're out of, out of breath like Albert Pujols. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've been playing the playoffs since early August right. and it's all on management. They couldn't, you know, they, they definitely should have uh, got their foot off the gas slowed it down, rested their players, and they would have been in, in a better position at this point. Yeah, I feel like uh, they were outmanaged. I, I just feel like uh, the Dodgers go in every game with the same game plan. And like you said before, how uh, uh, Freeman is very involved with a lot of it. Right. And uh, I feel like the, the, the Braves had counter moves for all the moves that they had. And I don't Feel like the Dodgers uh, were able to counter on their their moves. I felt like their plan was just the one plan. Like we're going to just go up and score a bunch 
bunch of runs and have 47 different people pitch. So I feel like they, uh, they, they were outplayed in all aspects. Yeah. I mean, just on paper, that Dodger team is better than that Braves team, but I think that's the one thing about having Andrew Friedman so so close to the managerial decisions. I'm not saying that he makes them, but I do know that they do go over a game plan before every game. And I know that I feel like when it comes to their game plan, they, they, they look at just the numbers. They look at the analytics. They look at the players and they say, okay, there's no way that this team should be able to beat this team if we just do simple things. But the Dodgers couldn't do them. And that's another issue with analytics because they won't tell you that, hey, maybe this guy won't hit in this series because he's struggling and that's just it. Nothing's going to turn it around. Nothing magical is going to happen. He's not going to figure it out tomorrow. As you, as you saw with Trey Turner, Trey Turner, I think besides game five, he did basically nothing that whole series. And he was a liability at points. I was screaming on Twitter, why is he still hitting third? Why is he still hitting third? And they kept running, in, running him out there thinking, ah, he'll be better the next game. He'll be better the next game. And he never was. You know, and that went through the whole lineup, in my opinion. But we're here now. And, Shy, you can get on with your the topic you want to get to. Yes. Uh, so, basically, the results <laughs> of this year's playoffs for the Dodgers, do you think that it confirms that last year was a Mickey Mouse championship? Hell no. Tired of this. Tired of y'all. Tired of all this Mickey Mouse. All right. First of all, don't use something that one of our players kind of coined, which was Bauer. All right. Don't use that against us. That's whack. Second of all, I don't think it's a Mickey Mouse title because everyone had the same chances that we did. And we just came out on top. Everyone shared the same emotion. Everyone had the same bit of intensity when it came to the playoffs. I didn't see anyone say like, hey, it doesn't matter. It's 60 games. You know, we can talk about uh, that 2020 team, in my opinion, was going to the World Series. Regardless of whatever happened, if we pay a full 162, if we didn't, that team was stacked. It was loaded. And then uh, I don't know. I don't even remember if, if we had a trade deadline that year, but um from just that that roster alone to me that team was destined to do what it did um and then at the end of the day i look at people when they bring that bring bring that uh point up or they try to bring that little oh it doesn't matter i look i go back to game four game four was the brett phillips play where you know all hell breaks loose and the dodgers lose that place was going insane and to me you can't say something doesn't matter but then you see that emotion on the field and you try to just be like, ah, oh, see, no, no one cares. Like this, this championship doesn't. No one, no one considers it uh, an actual championship. You guys just won a, a tournament, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you my reasons why I think it was a Mickey Mouse championship. The first one being that there's 30 teams in the MLB. They only played nine teams to get to the World uh, Series last year. The World Series. Uh, the se- <laughs> the second reason, or the second reason is. Um, why is it that Kershaw's best playoff run of his whole entire career was the one where there were no fans in the stands, right? And I go, I think, that, I think that goes for a lot of the players on the Dodgers. You know, oh, there were I, fans there. There were fans there. In, you, in had the NLC- pay, you had to pay. You had to pay for your cardboard cutout to be there. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I forgot about those. Those were right. expensive. <laughs> I had three. They, they were expensive. <laughs> The Angels were going to do it, and they ended up not doing it, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> All right, so and then here's my third one, and I'll let you guys, you know, piggyback. It was, it was, a, it was a, a low turnout. You're yeah, like, nobody, no, one's, no, no one's buying it. I don't get it. it. 
So the, the third reason is um, this year, if it was a 60 game uh, series, the Braves after 60 games would have been 29 and 31 and they wouldn't have made the playoffs and got the opportunity to eliminate the Dodgers. Right. So that's kind of the prime example that, you know, it's a marathon, not a, not a sprint. Right. And my last thing is I brought this up off air with Dwayne that, you know, they had some rate rating issues last year. So the world wasn't paying attention and, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you guys take over and, you know, give me your thoughts about that. Uh, on the last thing you said with the ratings, all sports were down across the board, so I throw that out. It's whatever to me. And I'm, and also, I'm a. We're all baseball fans. How many people say out there that no one watches baseball? So I always, I don't care about ratings when it comes I'm to sorry. that. But the first thing you said with the whole, we only played nine teams to get to the World Series. See now, I can use that for the actual divisions as well because there's a bunch of weak divisions in baseball, and you're playing your division the majority of the time. Obviously, you go out and you play other divisions, but it's like, uh, besides for the Astros, they have to play you guys how many times? 16, 17 times? Yeah. Right? And not saying you guys are terrible, but <laughs> previous seasons, I mean, you guys weren't that good. Uh, right. uh, freaking Texas stinks, you know, like, and so on and so forth. You can You can pinpoint certain teams in every division that, oh, yeah, this is an easy road for a lot of teams right i think the toughest division in baseball is the nos but after that probably going into next year I, honestly it might be a fight between the nl i mean the al east the al east is, is stacked at this point right so besides those two those two divisions in my opinion every other division is kind of just a crapshoot it's just like whoever gets off to a good start is probably going to hold hold off their you know uh the rest of their division mates and then it is what it is so i don't like that argument everything else around it Yes, Kershaw having his best postseason, it's it's kind of... So the first half of Kershaw's postseason career was tough luck because he was their best pitcher. They ran him out there every time they, they needed something in situations that were no-win situations. Like Kershaw on three days rest against the Cardinals. Kershaw having to just hold down the pitching staff because the Dodgers were down. Though That's why his numbers look the way they look in the playoffs, but I will not say that... Yeah having less fans probably didn't do him a little better because I feel like a lot of the Dodger players, including Clayton Kershaw, I feel like they have a, they have this mentality where when the lights shine brightest, they want to be heroes. Like they want to have that moment of like, I want to do everything myself. I want to be able to just take over the game. And Clayton Kershaw is one of those people because I've seen it his entire career. The guy used to, anytime there was an important, important at bat, important moment, Instead of like actually pitching, he would just throw his fastball harder, and it's like, no, that's not gonna work. Like, if especially if they're sitting on that pitch, right? So I look at that is maybe, maybe you know that that definitely could have played a part in in Clayton being uh being doing what he did, but also I look at, do you think with with that uh with the point you brought up, do you think a team like the Rays would have even made it that far if there was maybe actually- not, maybe not. Because they they definitely have a home field disadvantage, right? So, they got empty seats, so <laughs> they're kind of used to it. <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, this is like this is like what we do anyway." This is like home. <laughs> so I think I honestly think it's just it it was a it was several different uh, things that went into it, but to me, it, it's not a Mickey Mouse title. I feel like people shouldn't take it as one because if that means if you guys think that the twenty twenty championship is not valid, then 2017, 
like like what does that put us now now we're looking on social media and people are saying that oh even though the astros cheated in 2017 that that title is valid because everyone cheats in baseball which is no everyone doesn't have cameras uh pointed at catchers groins and looking <laughs> right. at pitches like no uh, let's calm that down but that's just my opinion I, I i'm a dodger fan obviously so i'll be biased but people they want to feel how they feel about it cool but hey banner's still in la baby 2020 we got ours <laughs> <laughs> like, the, all right, we'll we'll wait for uh, Jason to return. Uh. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with Jason if he can come back. But uh, yeah. you want to keep going? You want to go to? Uh, yeah. Do you want to go into Otani? Yeah, uh, you could you could intro that. Yeah. So Otani, you know, as an Angel fan, we don't want to see him go. Right. But if there ever comes a ch- uh, a chance where or a time where he wants to leave and he wants to flourish in another organization, what's one team you would like to see him on? Uh, I mean, again, being biased, obviously the Dodgers, because they were a team that looked at him a lot during the initial process of him choosing to be, choosing to come to the States. Obviously, they they did a lot of scouting. I believe Andrew Freeman had, was scouting him, I want to say in high school from like the reports I saw, but um, they, they had, a, the Dodgers were linked on him for a while. And I think the only reason that they didn't, get him was because um there wasn't a dh at the time like mm-hmm. I, I feel like he was very put off by having to possibly play the field and pitch and I, I just didn't think he wanted to do it and of course i think he's very i think he likes southern california i think he likes the the, the his culture that is very heavily influenced in, in southern california but i i feel like it would be the dodgers who'd be the second like i think that's like the easiest choice for him in my yeah opinion. How about you, Jason? If there's one team outside of the Angels where you can see Otani play, um, what's one organization you would choose? Uh, the one he came from back in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> you take your last the, only, the only place I will see him play other than Anaheim. Uh, no, I feel like if he's going to be traded, he's going to be traded to I said it before, somewhere like Philadelphia. Somewhere where they have a lot of different inter interchangeable pieces some uh some prospects with some starters and some other pieces like that i don't see him going to the yankees the angels aren't going to trade him to anyone on the west coast they're gonna they're gonna be very selective of who they trade uh, trade to okay well 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 you're saying trade but let's say he stays the final two years of his contract now where do you see him if he hits free agency going it depends on how much money we're looking at uh 500 million if he plays the way he played this year uh uh 500 million who has that cap and who's willing to go over the luxury for him um i it you also got to remember he had so many suitors before he chose a9 for a reason um i have a feeling he's going to stay here and as from our last week's episode, after today, he's got that commissioner award that's only been given out, what, 16 times total since baseball. I fake feel ass, like fake I, ass award. No, but I feel like, but I feel like that, ass ass <laughs> it was only 60 games, man. He only played 60 games. Uh, Otani, you're the best. Um, His division sucked. <laughs> Here's this uh, commissioner award. Uh, no one ever gets it, but you can have it. He only plays three out of the 30 teams. 
but no, I feel like I feel like if he's gonna go anywhere free agency, Boston, I would hate for him to go to. But you figure how many how many they had a uh, dice K there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he died at Dice K. That was it was too much. He couldn't handle it anymore. The fuck this. <laughs> You're back, Jason. Are you back? Is it connect? Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. Oh, fuck. No. So I feel like if he goes anywhere, he's gonna go to Boston. Um, I feel like the Dice K kind of like set the tone there for uh, Asian players. I feel like uh, I I feel like he's that would be the probably the best fit for him if he was mm-hmm. going into free agency. Yeah, so my opinion, um, this took a lot of, you know, self-reflection. Because <laughs> I didn't want to see him on any team. <laughs> and I knew, you know, there's there's something that a player like this, he deserves, you know. And he deserves, like, a well-run, man- like, organization. Like, a, like a, a team with a future. Um, and the fact that I think this is the, my biggest thing. He needs, like, a rivalry. You know, like, those type of players, those iconic players, they, they need to be involved in something, like, bigger than baseball itself you know and i would say the best team for him would be the giants so he can get involved in that rivalry with the dodgers uh left-handed bat batter hitting freaking bombs into mccovey cove like that's something that i think would you know it would make baseball bigger than what it is and you know seeing a uh, like a like uh, like a big left-handed hitter you know hitting bombs to left field would remind us of barry bonds and without the steroids and i i just think it'd be great for the game so the Giants for sure. Yeah, I was going to if no one said it, I was gonna bring up like that might be like honestly the best fit, but that also depends on if the Giants wanna go that far money wise on one player. But honestly, I think he's he's tailor made for that fan base. Obviously they have a huge Asian uh fan base. They have a he would be the face of that team just like moving forward. And honestly, besides Besides, uh, I think Crawford's a free agent this year. Posey is, is winding down. There is no real, like, the Giants have no identity. There is no, like, mm-hmm. there's no marquee player. So he would definitely fit there, but they just have to want to spend the money to get him there. But I, I of course, said said the Dodgers, Jason. While, while of course, you, you always do. I didn't, I didn't expect anything different. It's like, oh, we, who, we're going to bring back Babe Ruth. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to. No, 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 no. Bring them no. back. We have DNA samples. We don't Let's put them back in the ages. No, I feel like he's gonna be on the Dodgers. <laughs> I feel like the Dodgers will get him. No, yeah. but uh, the Dodgers have the longest history with him before him coming to the state. So that's why right. I just say that that would that would mean something. But also, I do know that uh, the only issue with that is during the the whole courting process or whatever. After he chose the Angels, uh, there were some players, I believe JT Kershaw, who took kind of a offense to how i guess they got salty yeah they got salty so if they're still on the team at that point i don't know he might be like eh, nah, i'm cool like because y'all said what y'all said you know once i chose another team but who knows money talks and they could end up being like you know what i'm going to definitely go with you guys you guys are paying me the most this uh the, the community obviously likes me i've been here before so yeah but the Angels are going to pay up. They're going to have a good offseason. They're going to get a couple of starters, and then we'll go from there. You guys better, man, because, like, uh, a lot of the videos we're putting out, 
there's a lot of Angel fans who are in the comments and they're hoping and they're wishing and they're praying. And I'm like, you guys have two, like I said, two of the top five players in baseball. If y'all don't get no pitching, I just don't see. Because uh, I read an article that said that if, if Scherzer wasn't going to stay with the Dodgers, or if they don't sign him, the next logical place is Anaheim. And, and honestly, I would say don't do that <laughs> because I think 37, I mean, throwing that kind of money at a 37-year-old who just didn't pitch in some very important games because of arm fatigue, uh, I don't think that's a good sign because he is yeah. a power he's a power pitcher but i mean you guys can you guys can do what you can do on that yeah i kind of want them to go after verlander right now you know he's coming off tommy yeah. john so you don't have to worry about that I, I honestly i think uh tommy john is like right around the corner for uh scherzer like that's something that's going to happen pretty soon and we'll be the yeah. dumb team to sign him and that happens <clears> you know yeah you know, waste all that yeah, like oh we could we can do Verlander for nine million or Scherzer for twelve. Let's do Scherzer because you know what he 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 did okay. Well, we'll get into like uh, possible like the off season and, and signings that probably in the upcoming weeks. But a name that no one's talking about that is also coming off of TJ and I feel like can be very attractive because he's he's I think two years removed now. Uh, Syndergaard, Syndergaard sitting out there. No one's thinking about him. No one's looking at him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Syndergaard is a very, he's a good low risk, but very high reward if he comes back. He's going to, he's going to go to Texas though. Well, he's got two years, right? Like this year, this year coming up and then the year after, no? No, no he's, is he, no, he's this year. Yeah, this year. Oh, they just he's got gonna, to get him. He's gonna, no, he's going to go to the Rangers. He's, Trevor's story is going to go to the Rangers. Two Texas kids back to Texas. Rangers have a lot of money. They they want to spend. So I it, that that's tailor made for those two players right there. The best scenario for Angels is go after Carlos Rendon and Verlander. Get both of those guys. You're set. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for Marcus Stroman for us. That's just what I'm hoping. I, I want him too. So we'll see what happens. I think that bidding war for him is going to be very interesting because to me. With the market, the way it's set up, minus like injuries and stuff, he's the best pitcher available in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like what he brings to the game. Like he brings like energy. Like yeah. he has a, all he these. Has... Pit- yeah, a lot of these pitchers could pitch, but like you need some somebody with an edge. Right. And like and you know Dodgers fill those roles. Like they have a bunch of people that are like that. The Angels right. don't really have anybody like that. So, it, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what he gets because I feel like he'll probably get five to six years. But it just depends on who wants to throw that money at him. And if I'm the Angels, personally, I would do it. Because I feel like, again, he's something that you guys desperately need. But we'll see what happens. And uh, with the rest of the league, we'll see what happens. We're officially, well, we're not yet into the offseason. But for us, us three, we're in the offseason. Let's (laughs) go. We don't care about the World Series right now. Screw it. Who cares? Uh, Whoever wins, good job. Me, personally, I'm rooting for Dusty just because. Braves are up 5 nothing. Uh, really really all right the braves might take it if dusty blows this yeah it's over it's over for him it's over and see that's what i was thinking and i was watching the pregame and they had a good pregame about dusty baker and i was like man he deserves it but not with houston yeah and that's the thing and houston's achilles heel right now they have no pitching and the braves are so hot like you need pitching the braves have the pitching and the hitting this could be a this could be a sweep this could be this could be a sweep. This could be over very quickly. I hope maybe Dusty can turn around somehow, but they don't have any arms. So we'll see. We'll end up seeing what happens. But 
Well, I want to thank you guys for listening to us. Once again, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash who's on first. Also, leave a five-star review on iTunes. It'll help us get up the iTunes charts. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, uh, on first who, on Twitter and on Instagram, who's on first. Um, you guys want to get out your plugs? You yeah. can follow me. You can oh, go, go for it. Follow, go ahead. <laughs> go, Jason, my Follow bad. me on Twitter. <laughs> go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Salinas Jason and on Instagram at Jason Salinas. That's Salinas with a Z at the end. And you can find me on Instagram, shyplayer, S-H-Y-P-L-Y-R-88. On Instagram, I'm on there all day looking at chicks and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Analytics, tits, Analytics, Booty. <laughs> booty pics. <laughs> I'll be double tapping booty pics all day. Oh, Otani would love you. <laughs> Otani's booty pics. <laughs> but uh, thanks again for listening, guys. We'll see you guys when we see you. Peace. Peace.